Welcome to Heart Church. We believe the gospel has the power to change your whole life, all your life. We hope you're ready to hear from God and be impacted by this message. We're revisiting this as we lead up to Vision Sunday. Vision Sunday is not a brand new vision. It's an opportunity to restate vision, but it's also an opportunity to say, hey, over this coming year, this is going to be our focus. So that's what we'll be doing uh, on Vision Sunday on the 1st of March. Leading up to that, we want to, because, we, because we're in the exciting place of seeing uh, people join us, I'm going to be sharing some things today that no one's heard about. ABC of Wow, what are we even talking about? What strange thing is this? Some strange and weird doctrine. I was always worried about that church. No, it's nothing like that. We're revisiting this because it is foundational to the way we see the gospel impacting people's lives. The ABC of wow uh, is a phrase that, that came out of some grappling that we did as leaders because we thought to ourselves, How can we have something that even the children will get? How can we have something that's simple enough? And that's how we we talked about ABC, because as as we'll talk about over the, the next three weeks, anointing, beauty, and creativity. That's the ABC. The ABC of wow. We thought even kids are going to be able to get that and understand that. And this came... Some of you will be relieved to know from a scripture. <laughs> that God spoke to me about in the first few weeks of me finding the Lord. I was in the chapel at a youth camp in, in Sussex. Uh, and I was... Just brand new in the Lord, like a couple of months in the Lord. And I'd gone along to this youth camp and I had um, one eye on the Lord and one eye on a certain young lady. Hello. I, who was serving, serving in the, in the kitchen, you know, and uh, just serving. I'm telling you, if you want to catch the eye. If you want to catch the eye of somebody, there is no one, there's no one more beautiful or more handsome than someone who is, who is serving. And, um, and uh, anyway, that's another story. We, I've, I've, I've got off track already. I've got to get back on. But the Lord spoke to me uh, from this scripture in Isaiah, Isaiah 61. And... Uh, The Bible says this, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion. To bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called oaks 
of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of His splendor. That's the wow bit. The display of His splendor. I'll talk to you a bit more about that. They will rebuild the ancient ruins and restore the places long devastated. They will renew the ruined cities that have been devastated for generations. And I knew, I barely knew the Lord, but I knew the Lord was speaking to me in that moment. And I didn't understand what he was saying. Honestly, anyone know what I mean by that? You know the Lord's speaking, but you're not quite sure what he's saying. You guys, you, you're so holy. Like, no, I got it the first time. I knew what he was saying. All right, well, you know, I'm still, I'm still coming up. Obviously, I know now, but at the time, I knew in my spirit, I knew somehow that this was something in here for me. And uh, little knowing that some 35 years later, I would be coming to speak, speak about it. And so, obviously, some of you have been around for a while. You know this is not the first time we've spoken about it. Indeed, you know, we released these uh, vision booklets. But I wanted to, I wanted to um, read two things. Um, from it. It's just... Because it kind of encapsulates, without me trying to re-say it in a different way... This is, this is what I wrote in the beginning of the book, and I'm going to read you something I wrote at the end. Um, so I'm going to just read it as it is. It says that the book you hold in your hands is precious quite intentionally. It has been beautifully designed and has certainly cost money to produce, but it's not to these things I refer what you're about to read is, is deeply personal and has been matured in the seasoned vats of faith over decades. It is only being poured out now because preparation and opportunity have collided to declare it is time. Vision is not to do with sight alone, but insight and foresight also. The prophet Habakkuk understood this well. And I love the way the message version puts it. it. Says it like this. Write this. Write what you see. Write it in big block letters so that it can be read on the run. This vision message is a witness pointing to, what, pointing to what's coming. It aches for the coming. It can hardly wait. And it doesn't lie. If it seems slow in coming, wait. It's on its way. It will come right on time. We see that vision guides and unites as together we, we with focused energy pursue the things God has said to us. This is absolutely about heart church and what we believe we are called to, but it's also absolutely about you. This book may be aimed at your eyes, but its content is aimed at your heart. Its pages may be silent, but its call is loud and clear. The paper is new, but the message is as ancient as the cross of Calvary. The gospel can 
transform your whole life or your life. So much more than inspiration, it is an invitation to break ranks with the ordinary and the tame and embark on an extraordinary adventure of faith. This is not just about a church. The ABC of WOW is, as the poem at the end of the book refers to, and I'll talk about that, a clarion call to the ordinary and the unremarkable who have met an extraordinary and remarkable God. This book and its message will unapologetically challenge what you do with your life, where you live, how you define success, and maybe even what you believe about following Jesus. At the time of writing this, it's almost exactly 35 years since I lay on my bed in my rented flat and gave my life to Jesus. Within a couple of years, I have met and married my wife. She's, and for better or for worse, we devoted our lives to Jesus and each other. Our passion for Jesus has taken as well beyond the boundaries of our comfort zone. But in so doing, he forged in us an unwavering confidence that God is able. I believe that we live in unprecedented times. And our city and even the nation await not just a message, but a movement. A people who are not just waiting for a move of God, but are prepared to be a move of God. A people who have been wowed by Jesus and are living wow lives as it turns out something so beautiful and profound could be just as simple as A, B, C. And then let me read something that has been around for a few years now, but exemplifies something that I carry in my heart, we carry in our heart. We are heart church. And heart church people involve, invest, invite, and include. Believing for souls saved every service. Heart church people believe for miracles because God is a miracle working God. We are not just a church. We are a move of God. When you come to Heart Church, you will meet some of the most passionate, brave, sacrificial, creative, adventurous people on the planet. They are the messed up and the broken, the lost and the lonely, the down and the out, the depressed and the disappointed who've had a Jesus encounter and Jesus has changed everything. Heart Church people are family. They build great marriages, families, and homes that influence communities. They build businesses and write songs, paint pictures and make films, become teachers and doctors and open shops and restaurants and stack shelves and take cities and run clubs. We are Mr. and Mrs. Average and the man in the street, the girl next door and Joe Bloggs. We are the Smiths and the Joneses, the Akpovis and the Olawalis, the Umpofus and the Zulus. We are the mix and match from the ups and the downs, 
the ordinary and the unremarkable who have met an extraordinary and remarkable God. We face setbacks and put-downs with get-ups and push-throughs. We face the facts but believe God. And in Him, the fearful become the fearless. The warriors become the warriors become the warriors, the overwhelmed, the overcomers. We are the game changers and the world changers. We are Heart Church. And this is our vision. We believe in the power of the gospel. We believe that there are thousands of Michaels out there who need to have people who believe in them and know that there is a God who can turn around their lives. There is no sin so great that the love of God cannot reach in and redeem that person. When Jesus died on the cross, he died for every broken, messed up individual, not just to save them, not just to give them, uh, 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 give them heaven, but to give them a phenomenal life. We are not just talking about a church encounter. We are talking about a Christ encounter. encounter. Christ in me, the hope of glory. Being a follower of Jesus does not make me a slightly better version of what I was. It doesn't mean that I don't just go to that club anymore, even though I might not. It doesn't mean that I've, I've only stopped doing that. It's not just about what I've stopped doing and where I've come from. It's about what I'm about to start doing and where I'm going through Jesus. Jesus Christ, through the power of His Spirit, informs me, transforms me, helps me to become the person that he always saw. I don't know how you got on the planet, but I know you're on the planet. I don't know whether your mom and dad wanted you or they didn't want you. All I know is God wanted you. I don't know. Maybe they were imperfect circumstances. Maybe the circumstances around your conception were imperfect, but you are here and you are loved and God has got a plan for your life. It is time for the children of God to understand and recognize what it is that Jesus has done. He has not just come to save you. He has come to transform your life. He has come to transform your life from the inside out. To give you hope. To give you future. You are more than the things you have become. I am more than the things I have become. The greatest things are lay ahead of us. We are, we are yet to become the people that, that God wants us to be. He has got great things for us. And Isaiah 61 gives us this beautiful picture of the transforming nature of the power of God. He says, they will become oaks of righteousness a planting of the Lord for the display of His splendor. That word oak there is not just meant to give the picture of a tree. It's meant to give the picture of strength. 
I believe that through and by the power of God, we are not called just to live our lives weak, struggling, limping through life, barely staying away from the sins that once held us. Jesus is a chain breaker. Jesus is a God who, who rewires my brain. So I know it's not that I don't just do that anymore. I don't want to do it. Because he has changed me. He has changed me on the inside. And he has given me the strength. That whole word that in the original language of oak can be translated pillar or, or strong man. He, he is, Jesus is saying that through him, not, not only can you be called to do the right thing, i.e. be um, oaks of righteousness, doing the right thing, but you can be people who are strong and live your lives for the display of His splendor. What does that mean? Your life. Your life, Samantha Gill, is intended to display. Display who God is and what He has done. I come to tell you this morning that you are enough. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to try to be anything. All you have to do is sit there and be the child that God saw as you were being formed in your mother's womb. You do not earn His favour by what you do. You do not earn His favour by what you say. You earn His favour just by being the beautiful you that He saw as you were being formed in your mother's womb. And I have come to tell you that your best days are still ahead of you. But I have come not to tell you to do more, to step up. I've told you to, re I've come to tell you this morning to relax, to trust God, to let Him do it through you. Allow Him to be a channel of His peace, His life, His love, His supernatural power. The things that you have pursued and the things that elude you will elude you no longer as you let go of doing things on, in your own strength and say, God, I can't, but I believe that through me, you will and you can. In Jesus' Name. We serve a God who is forming a church, the church of Jesus Christ, are strong people, loving people, doing the right thing to display who God is. Your life, your marriage, your family is meant to display what God can do for a family. Not because you're so perfect, not because you've got it all together, but, but that in fact, People will look at you and say, well, I, I know. I know what they used to be like. I know, I know they've had this challenge and they've had this problem and they've had this issue. But now look, how, how can this be? Wow, it's not the same for everybody. Wow is not the same for every family. For, for some, for some, wow. Wow is the fact that someone was able to pray in public for the first time. For some, wow is that you were the first person who went to university in your family. 
For another wow is that after years, finally, you've broken free from drugs. For others, wow might be that you become the CEO. Wow might be that you become the director. Wow might be that you become a partner in the company. Wow might be that you start a ministry. But wow will not look the same for all of us. But wherever you are, God will make your life wow. Whether you're running the company or stacking shelves, God in you will make your life wow. And these people, the Bible says, these people, they will rebuild the ancient ruins and restore the places long devastated. They will renew the ruined cities that have been devastated for generations. I love the way the message version puts this. It said, they'll rebuild the old ruins, raise a new city out of the wreckage. They'll start over on the ruined cities, take the rubble left behind and make it new. It is the transformed becoming the transformers. If you just put the toy out of your mind for a minute. The transformed becoming the transformers. God will take us, yes, even us. Yes, broken, messed up us. Yes, the one they said they'd never make it. Yes, the one that we never, we shouldn't even be alive. Yes, God will take us and He will use us to bring transformation. They will renew and transform even that which has been ruined for generations. To get our understanding that, that this is not just about us. It's about your kids and it's about your children's children. And it's about the children who are, who are in our schools. It's, it's about a, a generation of children that if someone somewhere doesn't step up and believe this kind of God can transform lives, then a generation is gonna be lost. Who knows? Who knows? I know some of us might be looking at the papers and panicking about coronavirus. May it never come near us in the name of Jesus, we pray. We pray that, 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 that this devilish plague will be stopped in the name of Jesus. And, and some of us, we, 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 we get worried about that and, oh, I've got a bit of a sore throat. Do you think it's that? Do you think it's that? And, and you know what? It's, it's amazing, that stuff comes so front and center in our lives. Let me tell you, we, we've got silent killers in our society that far exceed anything that the coronavirus can bring. Seriously, in our schools, in our estates, in our offices. My God, we need the power of God. We need Jesus to come and do something. And we say, we say, God, God, we need you. God, come and do something. God, you know, God, we, we need people to step up. We need people to rise up. Look around. Look around. We're it. We're it. You're it. Turn to someone and say, He's talking to you. He's talking to you. I know you want it to be someone behind you or someone sat next to you, but no, He's talking to you. This stuff is powerful. But we have an enemy 
We have an enemy, an enemy of our soul who seeks to shrink our God in our own minds, to, to shrink our belief as to what is possible. And this message of the ABC of wow is just an understanding that we serve a great, awesome, mighty, phenomenal, incredible God who's able to do exceedingly, abundantly more than we can ask or even imagine. He has a plan for you. Right now, today, not when you're all sorted, not when you've sorted that out, not when everything in your life is sorted. Right now, today. God has a plan that if you knew about it, it would blow your mind. Some of you, if you knew what God's plan for was for you, you'd run away. Michael knew he was going to be praying in the public uh, church this morning. He probably wouldn't have come to church. Sometimes God has to just, you know, slip it. God has just has to, oh my God. Did that really happen? Yes, but God has got many moments for that. That He'll take us out of our comfort zone. But when He does, it will be a powerful blessing. Who knows what God can do with a moment like that. And God doesn't want to just give us a moment. He wants to give us moment after moment after moment after moment after moment. Because this, my precious Heart Church family, is the God we serve. And this is the ABC of WOW. I love you. God bless you. You've come to the end of this message. We hope you've been challenged and inspired. Stay up to date with everything going on in the life of our church by checking out our social media. Just search Heart Church UK.